This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. As the month of December comes into focus, even non-Christians start to get excited about the celebration of what has become known as the Christmas season or Christmas time. For the Christian, of course, it is in specific remembrance of the birth of Jesus, but for many, including Christians, also a season of gifts, good food, and good times. As you study along with Pastor Ray over the next two days, you'll be amazed that the truths he makes so evident have actually very little to do with December being the Christmas season at all. Pastor teaches that instead of looking at just one month as one of celebration, we need to get excited and thankful about the blessings of all the months before and what to expect in the year ahead. Pastor Ray prefers to call December a transition month and all of the months that follow seasons of expectation. Here's Pastor Ray with more on celebration or expectation. Too many Christians are waiting. Well, someday God will. No, I'm saying now, say now, Now. say now. now. It springs forth right now. The moment you begin to release your faith is the moment it begins to come to you. I like it. He says, behold, I'll do a new thing now. It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I've got a word for you. I've got a word from God for you. Wipe your eyes clean of whatever is clouding them. Shake the heaviness off of your life. Get rid of the worrying, sighing, crying, complaining spirit. Stop looking at the past and stop remembering those things that were and begin to look to the future because God said, you shall know it. But when you are busy with other things and you are just clouded and just weighed down with the things of the past, you're not going to know what God is doing. Some of you, I want to say this, God is doing something right now and you're not even aware of it, but you should be. Come on, take a look at your life. Take a look at your life. Close your eyes for a minute and just take a look inward. Don't you see that God is moving? Oh, that was a weak amen. God is moving. He said, don't consider the things of the old. Behold, I will do a new thing now. Say now. Now. Say now. Now. Say now. Now. We've got to get the now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now. Now. I don't want to spend my life barely getting by, always pressing to the next place and never getting there. Sort of like the carrot before the horse that just makes him run around the track. That's desert mentality. I'm all about you ought to be promised land mentality. God said it. I believe it. That's it. We're getting it. Say now. Say now is the time. There's one verse in Psalms where, where the psalmist cries, 
Send now prosperity, O Lord. Say it. Send now prosperity, O Lord. Now. Say now. Now is the time. Now. I need it now. How many of you need it right now? Now is the time. Just don't get that sour belly, sour attitude of discontentment. Rise up and rejoice and just keep saying, Lord, now. Thank you, Lord, now. Shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I like this one. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Some of you, some of you say, man, I'm in a dark place. I'm in a, it, it's like a desert. It's like, it's like the wilderness, man. I have anybody, has anybody here ever been figuratively speaking in the wilderness? Man, I've been in the wilderness. As, actually, actually, uh, seriously speaking, in reality, I was in the wilderness one time and I was lost. I went to Vermont and I was walking in the woods and I all of a sudden got scared because the road sort of disappeared on me. Anybody ever have that experience? And you start spinning around. You don't know where you are. You, I didn't have a compass with me. I didn't know what was north, what was south, what was east. What was, and I had no idea. And I'm spinning around. I was with a friend and we were like, where are we? That's scary. Has anyone ever been there in their Christian walk? Well, basically what God says is that you're never going to get lost. He's going to make a way in the wilderness. So even in your darkest day and your darkest time, God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Some of you say, well, I don't know how this is going to happen. In the natural, it's impossible. How many people would say that you have a situation that in the natural seems impossible? Yeah, be honest. In the natural, it seems impossible. I'm not smart enough, rich enough, good enough, big enough. Whatever it is, whatever, whatever, whatever you have to stick there in the natural, it's just not possible. Get ready. Nudge somebody next to you. Just, just give them a big, strong elbow right in their rib and say, get ready. When the children of Israel got to the borders of the Red Sea, all they had was a promise from God that God was taking them into the promised land. When they got to the Red Sea, they were jammed with mountains all around them, hot Pharaoh, the, the hot army of Pharaoh behind them, and the Red Sea before them, and they were pinned in. That's like being in the desert. That's like being in the wilderness. Where do we go from here? And God said, I said, God said, I said, God. God said, you've got to become a God said person. You've got to become a person who said, God said, I don't care what my circumstance, I don't care what my situation said, I don't care what people say. My God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said. And Moses looks up and says, now what have you done to me, Lord? And God says, just still yourself. This is Pastor Ray's version. Just quiet down, boy. I know exactly where I was taking you. I said that I would make a road in the desert, in the wilderness, and I would put streams in the desert. In other words, I'm going to do the supernatural, that which in the natural doesn't seem possible. So when you get pinned in and when you have the army of Pharaoh behind you and the mountains all around you and the Red Sea before you and you look like a dead duck, <laughs> get ready and look up to heaven because God said, just lift up your staff, Moses. Come on, lift up your hands, lift up your countenance. 
Lift up praise to the Lord. Lift it up. And when he lifted up the staff, a miracle be, let me tell you what, when you start praising God, when you start lifting up your countenance, lifting up your praise, lifting up your arms, lifting up your voice to God with a shout of praise and a shout of glory, all of a sudden miracles will begin to happen in your life. And a miracle took place that day. The Red Sea parted and the ground became dry and all of the children of Israel went to the other side without even a drop of water on them. And Pharaoh's army thought they could do the same thing. Uh, 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 this miracle was set aside for God's people. Let me tell you what, God's got something set aside for you. For you. It's not going to work for anybody else. It's going to work for you, for you. Someone's going to come after you and try to walk in the blessing that God has for you. And it ain't going to work because God's got something unique for you. And as Pharaoh's army tries to walk in, 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 in the children of Israel's miracle, boom, the water just closes up on them and God kills the whole, the whole army all of Pharaoh's army. They all just go in chariots, horses, people, armor, everything goes down the tubes and the children of Israel get to the other side. That goes back to my first point. Remember what God has done because the children of Israel didn't remember. That's why they were stuck. God got them across safely. God gave them manna. God gave them quail. God gave them water. God did everything and they still complained. That's why you've got to learn to thank God for what you have with a voice that is speaking forward yet, you know, speaking to the future of what you want. And as you do that, you go from one place of glory to the next place of glory to the next place of glory. But don't get stuck in grumbling and complaining. Whew. Have I been preaching a long time? No. <clears throat> so, so that was Isaiah. Go over to Philippians. I gotta. I just gotta work this through because I feel it in my heart. And this is a new. This is the end of an old year and the beginning of a new year. And we've got to be prepared and ready because God is about to do something awesome for you and for me. We're not in a hurry, right? No. We're enjoying church, aren't we? Yes. Chapter three, verse twelve. Not that I've already attained, nor am I already perfected, but I press. Say press. I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. Say, one thing I do. Say, there's only one thing needful for me. Say it. There's only one thing needful for me. Say it. Come on, say it. Say it. You need to say, there's only one thing that, that, that's needful for you. And that it is this one thing. Forgetting those things which are behind forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you by, I'm going to tell you by the anointing of God this morning that what lies ahead is greater, bigger, more beautiful, more awesome than anything you have ever experienced in times past. Get, nudge somebody again and say, get ready. Come on, nudge somebody again and say, Get ready. Because the best is yet to come. What lies ahead is greater than anything you expect. So be reminded of what God has done, but get ready for the next major thing that God is about to do in your life. I'm ready. 
I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, somebody. Put your hands together and give them the praise. All right. Last thing that God told me, three things. Celebrate your victories. Forget your failures. Here was the third thing. Start declaring your future. What you are speaking today is creating your tomorrows. Some of you say, Pastor, you say that all the time. I know. I have to keep saying it. So why, do you, why don't you go on to something else? I can't. Because this is such an important principle from God's word. You, you have the power of life and death in your very tongue. You have the ability to create your future with the words of your mouth. How did God create the universe? How did he create the world? How did he create humans? What did he do? It said, God said, God said, and then there was. Let there be light and light was. Let there be this in my life and this is. What you are speaking today is being manufactured for you tomorrow. If you don't like where you live, then stop grumbling about where you live and start talking about where you want to live. If you don't like where you work, stop grumbling about your work and start talking about where you want to work. If you don't like what you do, stop grumbling about what you do and start talking about what you want to do. Verses, you can write this down, Job twenty two twenty eight. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. I love that verse. You will, say I will. I will, I will declare a thing and God will establish it for you. Job twenty two twenty eight. powerful. What are you talking about? What are you, I can't understand it. Can I pick on you for a few minutes? I can't understand it. I, so many Christians get so hung up on all this petty talk. You did this and you did that. And you did this to me and you did that to me. And you said this and you looked at me like this. And did you see what they did? And did you see what you did? You shut up. Stop it. People are people. People are always going to do dumb things. Don't you be dumber. Why should you lower yourself to such a low place, man? Rise up. Begin to realize that your mouth is powerful and your tongue is powerful and the words that are coming out of your mouth today are creating something for you tomorrow. If you're just complaining and nagging and picking and why did they do this and why did they say that, what kind of future are you preparing for yourself? When you get there and you start sobbing, don't cry on me because you made your own mess. Now lay at it. That's what my mother used to say. Don't come to me. You made your own mess. Now go lay in it. How many remember hearing that from your parent? You may go fix it because I can't fix that. The only way that can be fixed is by fixing your mouth and fixing your confession and start lining it up with the word of God. I don't like what people are doing, but I forgive them and I'm going to love them and I'm going to smile at them even though inside I want to strangle them. But I'm not going to let them know, and I'm not going to let the devil know, and I'm not going to let anybody know. I'm just going to smile with a big smile inside of them. <laughs> but God, you're going to fix that on the inside. You're creating your future. You want prosperity? Start talking prosperity. 
You want a better job? Then stop looking and talking like you're stuck. Start declaring your future. Psalm 45. Let's look at Psalm 45. Powerful verse. Psalm 45. Oh, glory, glory. Are you getting something out of this? Psalm 45, verse 1. My heart is overflowing with a good theme. Do you have a good theme on your heart? If you always do what you've always done, you will always have what you've always had. Here, let me help you. Get a new theme. Stop singing that song in your life. You're done, tired everybody out with the same old song. Poor me, poor me. Oh, you don't know what they've done to me. How could this be? They're Christians. How could this? Stop singing that song. Get a new theme. Come on, get a new theme. Start to stand up. Stand up and start to declare, this is going to be the best year of my life. This year is breakthrough year for me. This year is when God comes and visits upon me and upon my life and upon my finances and upon my ministry. And and God gives me a fresh anointing to do something awesome. What's the matter, Kathy? My heart is over. You got to get your heart overflowing with a good theme. Someone say, what's going to be the rhyme this year, Pastor Ray? There ain't going to be no rhyme. This is not a year where you rhyme real easy. And if God don't give it, I don't make it. I don't give it. I'm not going to make it up. You get your own rhyme. I'm just going to tell you this. It's going to be a good year. Brother Hagen prophesied back in 2003, I believe it was. He prophesied out to 2006, and it was just a few months before he passed passed on and went home to be with the Lord. And he said about 2003, I forget what it was, and 2000, I guess it was 2004 was going to be more, and 2005 was going to be the year of judgment. The church would be judged, and we would judge our seed and judge our works and judge and get rid of things, and God would break things off. What's your theme? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? What do you want to earn? What do you want to do? Who do you want to get hooked up with? Everybody ought to go home and write it down. Write down a prayer list. Write down a wish wish list. But don't make it a wish. Make it a prayer. Make it a matter of faith. But go put it all down. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. This is what I want to earn. This is the kind of job I want. Dream a little. God's people have got to learn how to dream a little. I said dream a little. I said dream a little. Stop being stuck in your old box. Well, I don't know. You know, we'd like to get a house, but houses are real expensive around here. Yeah, I know. I own one. Since when does your blessing have anything to do with the economy, the interest rate, prevailing mortgage rates, the availability of money, the Dow Jones Industrial average? Since when does your blessing depend upon any of these things? You begin to declare... I'm going to live in Westchester County and I'm going to live on this in this kind of a house on this kind of a street in this kind of a neighborhood. 
And if it takes three, five, 10, or 15 years, you just hold on to your dream and you work every day with God, with faith, and you keep pressing through until that dream becomes a real, you talk yourself into it. That's how you get there. I remember when we were looking for a building, they took me to every hole in Westchester. Industrial area, greasy parking lots, buildings falling apart. They said, Pastor, we found space to have church. And I walked in and said, dear God, you wouldn't do this to me. This is just not it. And we were, we were meeting in that little place over there in Port Chester, which and it smelled and it was small and it was hot in the summer and cold in the winter and there was one, one bathroom for both men and women with one toilet and once it wasn't even a sink it was a half a sink that, I'm not kidding you the bathroom was about five foot by four foot that was the size of the bathroom you, you kind of went like this to get in and you, you backed in and you shut the It's the truth. Am I telling you? Am I not? I'm not lying. These guys, these guys will testify to it. And we just went, but I'm going to tell you what, not for one minute did I ever lose the vision of a, of a facility like this. Brand new. We just kept declaring it. Exceedingly above all that you could ever ask or imagine. Whew. Got to get a new theme. Stop singing that old song. Stop thinking those old thoughts. Get a new theme. Let me come over here and say, get a new theme. Trash that old stuff. My heart is overflowing with a good theme. I recite my composition. What are you supposed to do? Recite your composition. Whatever you write down, your vision, begin to recite it. Begin to say, the more you recite it and the more you say it, the more you're going to begin to believe it. Come on. I promise you I'm coming to an end. I can see some of you are slouching in your chair. And I recite my composition concerning the king. Listen, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So you write your life. You write down what you want. You begin to speak it. How many of you remember Mark's gospel, chapter 11, verse 23? For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain... Says, what do you look at the mountain? Talk about the mountain? Talk to everybody else about the mountain? Whoever says to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes the things that he says, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So you're going to have what you say. You can have what you say. Three things. Celebrate your victories. Forget your failures. And start declaring your future. Come on. (laughs) 
Start declaring your future. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.